Thessalonians. Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ our King. We are so excited for this opportunity to share the Word of God with you through your favorite program, The Moment of Truth. We are at a critical moment in God's plan for humanity, and God is said to do awesome things in and through individuals, families, communities, organizations, nations, continents, and across generations. As we proclaim the Word of God in the following series, you are going to receive illumination and direction, especially those in the Valley of Decision, and hopefully you'll be accurately positioned for the current move of God. So, sit back and relax. Go ahead, call your family and friends, and get ready for a life-changing encounter with the Word of God. As you do, your life will never be the same again. Are you ready this morning? Let's run this week beautifully all by looking at the wanderings of a dreamer. May I tell you responsibly and with every hand of God's grace upon my life that if your dream is given by God you do not have what it takes to bring it to pass. Apart from the deposits of grace and endowments in you that, give, that are gifts from God, God's dreams are brought into fulfillment by God himself. And there comes a time when you will begin to wonder, I didn't say doubt, but you begin to wonder if this is actually from God. Because there will be more trouble than solutions when you begin to walk in the pathway of the dreams given to you by God. As they said in the Arab, you look crazy to some and they will persecute you heavily. It wasn't that Joseph was boastful. I don't think so. I think he just thought he was in a good company to share his God-given dreams. Did not know that by sharing them, he'll be bringing out the dream killers in his brothers. He called them to himself and said, come, I have a dream. And by the time he narrated the first dream, his brothers hated him and they would not talk to him peaceably. Don't you think they too should think of getting a dream? No. They were not thinking of getting a dream. They were getting ready to kill the dream or the dreamer. Here comes the dreamer, they say eventually, <laughs> let us kill him. Why do they want to kill him? Because of the dream. You think everybody likes your pastor. I wish the enemies are even without. 
then you know it's when you meet them that they can inflict you or afflict you. Uh, but if they are within, they pretend to like your gods, but they don't like you at all. And they are bidding their time to hit you hard. But God's dream never dies. It never dies. When Martin Luther King Jr. said, I have a dream. Everybody thought when they shot him, the dreamer died. But the dream lived on until Obama stepped into the White House. And they think that's the last time it will happen. The dream is still on. I said the dream is still on. When God is getting ready to fulfill his dreams, the environment do not have to line up. The circumstances do not have to line up. Because wherever he cannot rule, he will overrule. That God's dream will fail, perish the thought. But rather than Joseph learning from the first reaction, because his brothers were full of reactions, they were reactionaries. He had a second dream. Why a second dream? Because one day, Pharaoh will have two dreams. And when God shows it to you twice, it means nothing can change it. It is settled. For out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, a truth be established. He called his brothers. He said, oh, the first dream I had is introduction. It's child's play. Because in that dream, it was only you and I. We're binding our sheaves, and your sheaves bowed to my sheep, and they were mad. But this second dream is not just you and I. I saw the sun. I saw the moon. And I saw 11 stars, and they all bowed to me. His father who heard the dream said, are you saying your mother and I will bow to you too? If you have a dream, your mother and your brothers can be against you. <laughs> because they don't even understand the dream. When Jacob placed his interpretation on that dream, Rachel was already dead. Maybe he was talking about something else. But I really don't have time to show you today that God was just showing that young man that you're going to become a world-class ruler. Even the consternation will, will blush when your time comes and you're in the center stage of the world. You're going to be a global citizen. I recall talking with my friend Fola Diola and sending him some of the posts from, <laughs> from, from uh, Scotland. How the metros at the airport. <laughs> he said, And he started singing. I told him, uh, <laughs> Only God... Uh, help you to go to school. It was out of joy that was sharing. How could anyone come from obscurity 
and step into this type of limelight. And I shared this story with them that when, before I proposed to Mrs. B, I told her, you cannot walk anyhow because the day is coming when you take the center stage and you must understand catwalk because that day is coming close. Yeah. That that day will not come is a prayer of many. But you see God's dream never dies and that that day we come fast is a prayer of some but God is not in a hurry to fulfill his word he's always on time he will not lag behind he will come on time while his father and his brother were placing their interpretation upon the dreams God was getting ready to send this 17 year old boy for a 13 year program and process. How many of you were blessed by, by the message last Sunday on process? Or oh, you are not here? Oh, I listened to it. That if, if you're not careful, if you think there'll be progress without process, you're wasting your time. God does not use an untested vessel. Do you understand me? It's only those he form that he can feel. And it's those he forms and he feels that can bring to the garden he has planted. Can I hear amen? amen. Somebody shout process. process. It was a 13-year process that this guy had to go through. The transportation system is called slavery. It's not any supersonic jet. They had to put chain either around his legs or around his neck and drag him to where he'll be sold. And on the day that he'll be sold, Potiphar, Pharaoh's captain, will be, will be the one coming to the auction table to buy him. But before all that will happen, the dreamer will have to wonder. Turn your Bible with me to Genesis. The wanderings of a dreamer. The book of Genesis... Chapter number 37. Beginning from verse 9. Let me begin with the second dream. And I'll read on. Then he dreamed still another dream. Tell your neighbor, dream another dream. <laughs> if they are fighting you over four kilo road, dream another dream. I can hear you dream another dream. If they are not happy about the citadel, dream another dream. Take it beyond citadel and take them into a new nation. Somebody say, dream another dream. For many of you, citadel is what you are looking up to. I've gone beyond citadel. You don't understand this. I've gone beyond this. A whole nation will be rescued. The symbolism of that is the citadel. We told you it will not stop. We told you it will be dedicated death free. You keep on doubting how it will happen. When it happens, you will eat your doubt. Because it will happen. <laughs> Write the vision. Make it plain. So that he who reads will run with it. Though he tarries from the perspective of men, not perspective of God. Wait. It will not tarry. It will surely come. Tell your neighbor your dream will come to pass. 
I tell your neighbor your dream will come to pass. And if they are castigating you for your first dream, what is the answer to their castigation? Dream another dream. If they seize your well, what is the solution to that? Dig another well. Don't stop dreaming because it will come to pass. Oh, I say it will come to pass in the mighty name of Jesus. Then he dreamed still another dream and told it to his brothers and said, Look, I have dreamed another dream. And this time, the sun, the moon, and the eleven stars bow down to me. So he told it to his father and his brothers. And his father rebuked him and said to him, Shut your mouth up. <laughs> That's not that. But if you rebuke him, he would have said something like that, okay? What is this dream that you have dreamed? Shall your mother and I and your brothers indeed come to bow down to the earth? He did not say to the earth. That's your own extension. It's your own application. He just said what he saw. You are now reading your... Oh, you don't get... You are now reading your pessimism. You are now reading your irritation. You are reading every other thing into it, including your disparaging your own son. How dare you? Do you know who I am? Jacob, the son of Isaac, the grandson of Abraham. I'm the third in line. Am I going to bow down to the earth? Children ought to be greater than their parents. We have not destroyed them. I look forward to the day that I'll be able to take my back seat and see my sons and daughters, both natural and spiritual, rise up and begin to do what will shut the mouth of the enemies. In the mighty name of Jesus. Which good father will not want his son to succeed him? Which good mother will not want her daughter and her son to go beyond her? It's only wicked mothers that say, Keto Joguma Jogmo. I miss my mother for three things. They are clear in my spirit. Not one day in her entire life did she demand anything from me. All the days she lived, she never asked me for a thing to buy or to do. I anticipated her needs. And I went beyond whatever request could be. Because she was making no demands at all. Number two, all through her life, she never reported me to a single soul to say, come and see, including even good things that I did. She won't tell them because she knows there are green snakes on that green grass. You understand me? She will not report. If there was any misunderstanding, she never told a third party about me or my family all through her life. And number three, whatever I said to her, stay with her. My mother is not radio O-Y-O. Who will be using her mouth anyhow 
destroying our own children so that just talk anyhow. Jacob could not bear what his son was saying because he saw himself bowing and did he not bow? I said, did he not bow? I said, did he not bow? Did the brothers not bow? I wish it was only them that bowed. Because Pharaoh gave the command. At the mention of the name of Joseph, every knee must bow. When you hear Joseph is coming, go on your knees. If I were Joseph, I would drive by the house of Mr. and Mrs. Potiphar. Not for anything, I would not punish them, I would not do anything, I would just drive by their street and see. But Joseph was wiser and smarter than that. He would never repay evil with evil. So you meant it for evil, but God turned it out for good. But you see, all the telling the dreams is just the beginning. Someone said if he had only kept his mouth short, he would not have been in trouble. Whatever you can keep is not big enough to push you. It's not big enough to push you. It's not big enough to push you. If you have a dream, tell it. If it's from God, you will keep it to the uttermost. I don't want A to know about what I'm thinking or B to know. Say it loud. I've said my own. There's number 15. Number 16 is coming. Oh, it's coming. It's on the way. You can't stop it. Everything they are doing now and all the orchestration going is going towards the fulfillment of that. It's difficult for you to see it because of the wanderings of a dreamer. So his father had to send him to go look at these scallywags. Go and check their welfare. I'm going to show you what manner of men his brothers were. Are you ready? Okay. Don't, don't just think about they are killing the dream. That's a desire inside of them settled. If they could get him like Cain got Abel into the field, they would end his life. You don't know how many people are determined to kill you. The reason you are not dead is because God had sworn you fulfill your dream. <laughs> You're not hearing me. You would have gone long before now. But God had made up his mind. That's a dream for you. And you are going to be the one to fulfill it. And you will not die before you fulfill your dream. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let's read a bit. And his brothers envied him. But his father kept the matter in mind. Because this is the 11th hour child. He was number 11. Everything about him was prophetic. He was the son of the woman he loved. And he thought, wait a minute. This boy is different from the others. I better be careful. He has made report of the bad behaviors of his brother. To me, that shows he was not participating in it. So he kept it in his heart, just as Mary kept everything that was spoken about Jesus in her heart. Let's read further. Are you following me? Okay. Then his brothers went to feed their father's flock where? I can't hear you. Where did they go to feed their father's flock? 
the brothers of Joseph are all here this morning. When they tell you they are going to A, you are going to find them in B. If they tell you A, get ready for B, C, D, E, F, because they don't walk straight. They are like crabs. Where did they say they were going? Shechem. So if you, are, if, you are, if you are going to send to go and look for them, where would you send anybody to? Let's read. And Israel said to Joseph, Are not your brothers feeding the flock in Shechem? I hope my children are listening because this is the principle. I said to you, if I'm going to A, and I tell you I'm going to A, and if it's going to change, I will call home to say it has changed because I am Joseph, I'm not his brothers. One of the chapters in my mother's book is Let them know where you are going. I said, Mama, he said, if you tell me you are going to Ikija and you stay in Ikija and I hear that it's trouble in Igbe, I will never have to fear because you will not be in Igbe. But if you tell me you are going to Ikija and then you stop at Ikurudu and then Ikiriku and you find your way to Igbe, you will be dead and I will not know that you are going through trouble. Let your feet abide in your house or let your people know where you are going. Let's read. And Israel said to Joseph, I know your brothers feeding the flock in Shechem. Come, I will send you to them. So he said to him, here I am. You remember this message? The here I am company. They are always ready to do the bidding of their father, especially their father in heaven. Who shall we send? Who will go for us? Here I am. As perplexing as Nigerian situation is, how many people believe there is a solution? How many people believe there is solution beyond all the shenanigans and, 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 and the charade that is going on there? I see in the spirit, like the sons of Issachar, that they are going to lay ambushments against themselves to de- destroy themselves. That's what is going on. And when they finish destroying themselves, we'll go to the field and strip them off of everything they thought they had. So that there can be joy in the city. Can I hear amen? And there will be joy in the nation. In the mighty name of Jesus. Alright. Then he said to him, please go and see if it is well with your brothers. And well with the flocks. And bring back word to me. They will not see again until after 17 years. So he sent him out of the valley of Hebron. And he went where? Where did they say they were going? Where did they tell their father they were going? So he got to Shechem. Now a certain man found him, and there he was wandering in the field. The wanderings of a dreamer. Sometimes the wanderings are not because he has lost his vision or the dream, is that his environment and his surrounding circumstances are confusing him regarding the dream that God has given him. Do you belong to a political party? Not yet. 
Which one are you going to belong to? Out of two devils, choose none. Are you part of the red card movement? Good as they are. It's not a football match. And you don't show red card to the whole team. You show it to some players. By the time you dismiss the whole team, there's no match. Hey, let me pull myself back. It's not yet time. How shall this be? The Holy Ghost will come upon me. The power of the Most High will overshadow me. Do you understand me? I'm not looking at this terra farmer and all that is happening here because I have a direct line to heaven. My father will not leave me in the dark. I whisper in the ears of the family pastor. I said, family pastor, let's pray. We will meet after service. I don't think we are having family life conference. Those seven days are going to be engaged for some other purposes for the sake of Nigeria. I didn't sleep all night. I came back here this morning extremely tired because of what the enemy wants to do with this nation. But I'm a watchman that is not asleep. In the name of Jesus, we will avert every disaster. Every blood-sucking devil in human form, you will drink your own blood in the days to come. In the mighty name of Jesus, every hole you have dug, you are going to fall into it. In the mighty name of Jesus, by the time you destroy yourself, your hold upon the nation will be broken. Nigeria will be saved. Nigeria will be changed. And Nigeria will become great in my lifetime. In the name of Jesus. Now he sat a man found him. And there he was. Wandering in the field. Why was he wandering? Did they not tell me shaking? Is there another shaking? Is this shaking? There are people who give you their word. If you act on it, you become a wandering dreamer. Because they will tell you one thing and they are doing another thing. You can't take their word to the bank. You understand me? And if you are not perfect in your word, you are not perfect Indeed, the reason God is awesomely perfect is because he has magnified his word above all his names. God's word is good. You can take it to the bank, you can bank on it. When your word is not good, you represent the devil. You have your father, the devil is a liar from the beginning and is father of all lies. You understand me? If we are going to have an enduring legacy, an enduring fellowship where, where, where we know ourselves to the point that once you give me your word, you don't need to write anything down, then we are Christians. Then we are Christians. Why mislead other people? Why tell them a lie? Because you want to take advantage of them. There was no reason for this guy to wonder if he had found his brothers in Shechem. But they said they were going to Shechem. They've gone to another place. And there was, they didn't send back home. That look, we are 10 people here on this field. And somebody must go back to tell Papa, in case you are looking for us, 
We are going, no way. The ten of them are bad coins. Unreliable, unstable. Let's read further. Now a certain man found him, and there he was wandering the field. And the man asked him, saying, what are you seeking? I, 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 I like the question, because many people think the church is a bless me club. Do you understand? They think the church is, they come every day seeking one thing or the other. And when their, their expectations are not met, they begin to spread their frustration. Like the youth said this morning, there is no love in this place. Ah, and they gave you a good answer. That's my son. I carried him in my hand and named him when he was born. Do you understand? He gave you a good answer. He said, Luke 6, 38. Give, it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. With the measure you measure to others, it shall be measured back and given to your bosom. What is it? What is it? Luke 6.37, judge not, so that you not be judged. Condemn not, so that you not be condemned. Forgive, so that you be forgiven. Give judgment, it shall be given back to you. Give condemnation, it shall be given back to you. Give forgiveness, it shall be given back to you. Give love! and it shall be given back to you good measure, pressed down, shaken together and with the measure you measure shall be measured back to you if they put you on the spot you can't do nothing but you criticize every other person who is doing thank God for the man in the field See, a certain man a certain man nameless who are not told many times they are God sent do you understand me? They are God sent to bring direction so that you know where your where what brothers are located. I like the question Jesus asked John and Andrew. When John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb of God that carries away the sin of the whole world. The Bible says two of his disciples left him and followed Jesus. And Jesus turned back and said, What do you seek? Because many people are seeking God's hand. They are not seeking his face. They are in church. They don't grow up. They spend 30 years in a fellowship. And their character is nothing to write home about. They speak the language of a gutter snipe. And you will think that what an accident in the church. Unpolished. Words that God said must not come out of your mouth. They speak profanity. They enjoy it. And then they regret and tell you they repent. From such walk away. Do like what David did to his brothers. Is there not a curse? And just move on because they are going to help dampen your enthusiasm. What do you see? Jesus asked them. They say, Lord, we are seeking nothing. Where do you dwell? I like what it says in the book of Psalm. Lord, where do you dwell? Where your glory dwells? We want to dwell in the same place. Where is a common sea and they stay with him that night. The same question was being asked Joseph. What do you seek? And what did he say? So he said, I'm seeking. I can't hear you. Oh, Lord, help me. I'm seeking. 
I seem to be getting on fine with God. I seem to be connected to God. My brothers are disconnected and I'm not complete without them. God has a reason for putting 10 ahead of me. I'm number 11. There are going to be 12 tribes. This 10 will be saved at all costs. Why do you seek? I'm seeking my brothers. Why? Why have you not gotten to where you are going? Because the members of the committee are outside of Nigeria. Many of them are out. That's why I've gone here. I've gone there. I'm beginning to see them one by one. You are going to be part. You are going to be part. You are going to be part. Together, those outside and those within, we are going to fix this nation in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm seeking my brothers. Your brothers? <laughs> You're looking for them in shaking. Give me the verse before this. I'm sick. Please tell me where they are feeding their flocks. Because they have relocated without sending any message back home. <laughs> but I'm staying in Nigeria. I need to go look for how we will survive. I'm going to America. I'm going to Germany. I'm going to Britain. I'm going to Canada. And they get there, they find a Canadian, they find a German, they find an American. <laughs> Uh, 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 yeah, are you married? No, not uh, me. I'm never married to who? <laughs> Do you have children before now? What? In that country, anybody who has children, they die early and have no child at all, and then he will start a new life. Oh, you didn't hear me. Yeah. I didn't say he will start a new life. He will start a new life. And one day he seen we find him out. You understand me? Such are irresponsible. They cannot build a family, don't trust them with a nation. They can't. They can't. Their word ain't good. Where are they feeding their flocks? And the certain man told him next verse. And the man said, they have departed from here. For I heard them say, let us go to Dothan. So Joseph went after his brothers and found them in Dothan. Perhaps you have a reason for going to Dothan. Because Dothan means a place of two wells. Maybe they needed water for their flock. They had a good reason for going. But not communicating makes it bad. Not letting your spouse know what you are doing and where you are going makes it bad. Not letting your children know what you are doing makes it bad. You have forgotten you can die suddenly and what you are hiding will be lost forever. Completely lost. Completely lost. Completely lost. Completely lost. Look at the brother that went the extra mile. A regular person will return home when he didn't find them in shaking. But those who are going to make it will go through the disciplinary process of going the extra mile. Do you understand me? He found them there. He took his time. He wondered. Though he was a dreamer, he wondered and wondered until a certain man will tell you what to do today. A certain man will come your way and give you direction today. You will not be lost in utter confusion. 
God will send help your way. In the mighty name of Jesus. Part of the message I prepared earlier today. If Abigail had not showed up. David would have paid evil with evil. His kingdom would not be established. But thank God for the Abigails that will intercept. And, and say don't do this. So that you do not avenge yourself. Vengeance belongs to the Lord. Leave it. This man went the extra mile to locate them. And you would have thought they would say wow. You made it. Oh no, we didn't remember. To, uh, 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 uh. Listen. Now, when they saw him afar off, even before he came near them, what was inside of them came out. They conspired, all the ten of them, against him to kill him. You don't know how many people had wanted you dead. But the investment of God in your life is keeping you alive. I say you will not die. You will live. You will declare the mighty works of God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Then they said to one another, Look, this dreamer is coming. Here comes the dreamer. Come therefore, let us now kill him. And cast him into some pit, and we shall say, Some wild beast has devoured him. We shall see what will become of his dreams. Lord, help me this morning. Dothan, the place where dream haters gang up to keep the dream. Dothan, the place where the blind who cannot see try to destroy those who see. Dothan, the place where those who are envious of you are ready to bury you. But how many of you know that the hearts of kings are in the hands of the Lord? How much more the heart of class caliwags? As they were now, they agreed. They conspired. But something happened to one of them. Let's read quickly. But Reuben had it. And he delivered him out of their hands and said, Let us not kill him. Your enemies, they will. I don't know Yoruba, the English word. They will come against themselves. The Bible said they conspired. But one of them now said, I don't want to change your mind. Where you are concerned, they will change their mind. Those who look down, you are about to look up to you. In the mighty name of Jesus. They thought you wasted your life. You waited this long. Nothing is going to come out of it. And when it comes out of it, you will see their gilly. They will be the first to come and congratulate you. You're running. You're running. You're running. They don't believe Jack. They think everybody's like them. Let us not kill him. And Reuben said to them, Shed no blood, but cast him into this pit, which is in the wilderness. 
and do not lay a hand on him. And he said that, that he might deliver him out of their hands and bring him back to his father. This was the beginning of the repentance process of Reuben himself who slept with his father's wife. And who one day was going to meet the wrath of the father at his dying point. This was the beginning of his changing and say, wait a minute. There is more to my life than this. I'm the firstborn. Why should I participate in the death of my own brother? How many of you read Things Fall Apart? You remember Emefiele? Um, uh, it's not Emefiele. It came in Funa. Sorry. It came in Funa. Forgive my language. It's because I know uh, the Sibian governor well. He's a good man. <clears throat> it came in Funa. They told the Congo, that boy calls you father. Don't participate in his death. Why do you want to kill another person because of your own dream? Nigerian politicians. Why do you kill? Why do you maim? Why? You can't create life, but you can destroy it just to fulfill your ambition. And you think you'll get away with it? The blood of those you have killed is crying from the ground. It is when you are close to victory that the same ground will swallow you up. In the mighty name of Jesus. Well, I don't need to bug you with details. And you know that Reuben himself is as unstable as water. He said they, they dump him in a pit. He walked away from them. <laughs> uh, here comes the Ishmaelites. Ooh, slave traders. Ooh, and guess who opined that he should be sold? Judah. And that's your tribe. Brother that sells brother. And that's the tribe of the church. We sell ourselves. I was granting interview to ABC television in, in Glasgow. And I said on television, when they asked me a question, I said, you know why this vice president must perform? Because his failure will be my failure. His success will be my success. Because everyone now sees a Christian in authority. But the church he came from persecuted me. When I was pioneering this, it says so many things behind the scene about me, and then they became beneficiaries of it. They don't know that tables do turn. That benefactors can become beneficiaries. I wait till I get to the message. Do you understand? I say tables do turn. Let me tell you one thing today. Write it down. When I come to preach that message, I will retreat it for you. Be careful how you treat the people you meet on your way to the top. You will need them on your way down. La la toroke. Ile lombo. Igbaki lobi oriri. Ayeki yonbi okpabo. Treat yourself the way you lie, but you are going to bow to him. The day is coming when you will eat your words. You better speak pleasant words so that when you are going to eat them, it will have some taste. Do you understand me? Do you get my point? You will think that the cutting 
as falling. I love the portion of scripture that they dipped his cloth in the blood of an animal they are supposed to be keeping. And they went to show it to their father. Do you recognize this? And they, they got their father. It's, it's called the power of auto-suggestion. The father said, Hey, a wild beast. They were living with him, the wild beast. Do you understand me? Living with him. The wild beasts were all around him. The wild beasts had turned my son into pieces. I will continue to mourn until I go to my grave for my son. And the Bible says, But Joseph was in Egypt, and Captain Potiphar came to the auction table. Because God will position people who will take you to where you are going. You are not there yet. But you are going to reach your goal. In the mighty name of Jesus, you will fulfill your. I say you will get there. You will reach your goal. You will fulfill your destiny. I don't care what transportation system God arranged for you. Your wanderings are not forever. Because the dream is sure. It will come to pass. You look like you are wandering and going about in circumlocution. And you are not making any steady progress. It's because process is on. When God is complete, you are going to come out shining like the star in the mighty name of Jesus. It will not be sufficient for me to just stop talking about the wonders of a dreamer and not let you know that actually Joseph was possessing a ground where those who do not see will get to see later. Mm. I told you, Dothan is where those who don't see would like to kill those who see. But it's going to become a ground where those who don't see will see. Where God will open the eyes of the understanding. If Joseph can press in. I pressed in in 2011. Somebody's a beneficiary today. But guess what? What you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. It is because my destiny is not spare tire. He took me out there to go see and brought me back to know how to fix the damage done to the nation. And in the fullness of time, we'll fix it. Because he's still I am. Somebody shout, I am. I can hear you shout, I am. Tell your neighbor, the I am is at work. It's not I was. It's not I will be. Easy I am. The I am that I am. A mini chinja, a mini, a mini mashiberu. That does not mean spare tires are not useful. Because if the main tire busts, the spare tire will be useful. And we have seen some usefulness of spare tire in our country. But we need all the tire functioning. Do you understand me? All hands on deck. In the mighty name of Jesus. I'm talking parables. Joseph did what he needed to do in Dothan. He connected God in Dothan despite his grief. Because the day is coming. When enemies that are worse than his brothers. Will come against the nation that will be birthed through his labor. 
the day is coming when the Syrians will come against Israel. And guess what? It will be the days of Elisha. And it will all take place in Dothan. Book of 2 Kings. The book of 2 Kings. Chapter number 6. Verse number 8. 2 Kings 6. Now the king of Syria was making war against Israel. Now it is internal affairs, brothers against brother. But somebody needed to go to that ground and possess it in the spirit so that when the enemies without will come with the aggression, God will open the eyes of those who don't see to know how to defeat and paralyze the enemy. Let's read. Now the king of Syria was making war against Israel and he consulted with his servant saying, my camp will be in such and such a place. And the man of God sent to the king of Israel, saying, Beware that you do not pass this place, for the Syrians are coming down there. Then the king of Israel sent someone to the place of which the man of God had told him. Does he warn him? And he was watchful there, not just once or twice. Therefore the heart of the king of Syria was greatly troubled by this thing. And he called his servants and said to them, Will you not show me which of us is for the king of Israel? Before this time, Naaman had gone to the king of Israel. The question is being directed stylishly at him. You are the one that just returned from there. Uh, are you now, is there espionage going on? Mm-hmm. And one spoke. Let's read. And one of his servants said, None, my Lord, O king, but Elijah, the prophet who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel, the words that you speak in your bedroom, they think they are strategizing. They do not know that God has exposed their yansh. Pardon my language. Do you understand me? Flies, all kinds of flies are going to encumber the yansh that is exposed. They will destroy themselves one after the other. They will lay ambushment against themselves till their hold upon this nation is broken. And Nigeria becomes free in the name of Jesus. So he said, go and see where he is, that I may send and get him. And he was told him, say, surely. Where is he? See, the grounds that the fathers lose become slippery grounds for next generation. But if they gain the ground, it will become a firm ground upon which they stand. Surely is in Dothan. Therefore he sent horses and chariots and a great army there. And they came by night and surrounded the city. And when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And his servant said to him, Alas, brother of Joseph, Alas, my master, what shall we do? Mogbe? Ah, Yamini Motelio, Ah, Modana, what's of making Molo Latare? So he answered, do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elisha prayed and said, 
Lord, the brothers of Joseph were blind. They did not know that God was sending him ahead of them. They wanted to kill their own future. Their own protection, their own provision was what they were about to ruin. Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elijah. So when the Syrians came down to him, Elijah prayed to the Lord and said, Strike these people, I pray, with blindness. And he struck them with blindness according to the word of Elisha. See the exchange taking place in Dothan. is equal to the exchange that took place in River Jordan. When Naaman dipped himself seven times, he came out clean. His skin was like that of a baby. But the leprosy had not gone. He was floating, waiting for wayward Gehazi. In like manner, because the eyes of Joseph were opened and he possessed the ground in Dothan, the day is coming when Elisha will stand there and cause the eyes of those who should see to see. There's a Dothan in the New Testament. It's not just stated doors. He said, if you had said you are blind, then I will heal you and you will see. But you now say you see. But you are blind. And for this purpose came I into the world. That those who are blind will see. And those who see will become blind. See, they will grow up in the dark in 2019. Yeah. The, the groping will begin from October. Yeah. They will be groping in the dark not knowing what to do. And the day will come we'll say, you know what? Let's go call him. This is beyond us. And then we will tell that Lord, open their eyes. Stand to your feet. The wanderings of a dreamer, they are temporary, they are not permanent. It is the dream and the environment that is coming in conflict. Not the dreamer, not the dream. The wanderings may last for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Lift up your hands to heaven in the name of Jesus. Decree, declare, and prophesy to Legacy Youth Fellowship and everyone under the sound of my eyes. Bless my, my voice. Bless are your eyes for the sea. Bless are your ears for you here in the mighty name of Jesus. In this week, you will not lose the prophecy word. I said, this week, you will not lose the prophecy word. Somebody say, what is prophecy word? They see the invisible. They hear the inaudible. They talk the intangible. Why? Because they have three faculties. Seeing eyes, hearing ears, and understanding heart. And what then? If that is their own benefit, what is your only word? Your greatest desire will be fulfilled. What is dead will be raised back to life your hopeless situation will become hopeful in the mighty name of Jesus the wanderings of a, a dreamer is not forever it's for a while you will get to the place you are going you fulfill your destiny everything God has showed you will come to pass it's too big to lie God is not man that he should lie neither the son of man that he should change his mind in the name of Jesus Legacy Youth Fellowship, you remain vibrant in the mighty name of Jesus. You'll be grown up in your youth in Jesus' mighty name. You will not die before your time. Your time will not be cut short. And everyone in the house who is thinking that evil will befall any of these children, the moment you entertain that thought and you try to stretch your hand towards them, 
what you are thinking will consume you. In the mighty name of Jesus. I and the children that the Lord God has given me, we are for signs and wonders from the Lord of hosts who dwell in Mount Zion. You are signs, you are wonders, you are, you are big, 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 big posts to what God is about to do in Nigeria. They will see you and say, that's a clear sign of what God wants to do. You are part of the new nation. You are part of the new Nigeria. You will not die in the midst of process. The wanderings of a dreamer is for a while. It's preparation for the fulfillment of the dream. Keep seeking your brothers, especially those who repay good with evil. Because one day, you will pour coals of fire on their head and it will melt. If your enemy is hungry, give him bread. If he's thirsty, give him water. Before it was spoken, the New Testament is in the book of Proverbs. By so doing, you'll be heaping coals of fire on their head in the name of Jesus Christ. Lift your hands to heaven and thank God for seeing eyes, understanding heart. Bless his holy name for today that you may be wondering what is happening to me. This is not the dream that God showed me. This is different from what I have seen. What exactly is happening to me now? God is at work. He's working on the inside of you so that he can walk through you. And through you do exploits in the days and the months and the years to come. We bless you Lord because you are holy. Thank you Father. Because those who are with us are more than those who are against us. Thank you Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Thanks so much for listening. We have to end it here today, but it's been a real joy to come into your homes to unveil the truth of God's Word. I pray that the Word of God you have received will sink deeply into your hearts and bring forth tangible fruit in Jesus' name. Amen. In addition, I pray that the truth you've embraced will not only set you free, but it will empower you to impact your environment positively as God's representative in your sphere of influence. Till we meet again on this platform, remain sandwiched between the peace of God and the God of peace. God bless you richly. Bye, Bye for, for now. now.